Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster. We're back, guys. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah. And for this episode, we're going to be doing a bit of Doom Slaying. We're going to be covering the Doom franchise, or at least part of it. So, to my left, as always, I am joined by Dave. How are you, sir? I am great. I'm in the AC and not out in the hot weather, so we're good to go. <laughs> no melting today, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right, we have a, a returning guest, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Yeah, we're, it's really yeah. exciting to be back. I'm, I'm on I'm on adrenaline at the moment because I've been up since 5 a.m. Um, oh, wow. I was feeling a bit nauseous this morning for some reason. Maybe because I knew we were coming back. I was. It was the excitement, really. Or maybe it was something <laughs> yeah. I ate last night. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so I've been up for quite a, quite a few hours at the moment. So, uh, But, you know, this is what we do. This is what we live for supposedly right okay <laughs> so, so um yeah so in this episode we're going to cover the doom franchise how we got into it and basically our favorite monsters and uh, and go from there so um let's start with you dave how did you get into the doom franchise um i got in through the shareware um back in well 94 actually so maybe i was a few few months after it first came out um i remember downloading it through uh aol and uh that took forever i think it was a <laughs> four, it's maybe it's like a four megabyte file and it was like hours <laughs> you like come back to it the next day oh it's done you know and um <laughs> yeah i got to check it out and uh then i had a i had a buddy um in junior high he had the full game like one of the few people i knew that had the um the full game and then he bought I think his dad got him Dune 2. So we played those um, on and off for probably junior high through high school. Um, my my dad set up a LAN in the house, so we were able to do deathmatch and stuff uh, just through local network, uh, which was pretty cool at the time. And then I guess I had a, another friend um, probably around the same time. He got into like the modding scene, and then um, nice. he, would, he would download like the WAD files, and we'd put on um, like alien mods from, from the movie oh. aliens <laughs> and whatnot, whatever just weird stuff he could run across. Um, yeah, that's uh, about when I got in there, and then I did uh, read the uh, the <laughs> ridiculous novels that came out in um, <laughs> oh, nice. five. How are they? Because I've never really touched those. Uh, if you look at them, just do the first two. The second two have like nothing to do with the game and just oh, right. <laughs> piggyback off of the setting um, that they established in one and two. Uh, it was like, I don't know, like bad fan fiction for the oh, second great. two novels. <laughs> Yay. Uh, well, you know what? The second two, they sort of read like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It was just bizarre. Oh, weird. Like the. Um, oh, okay. The, I want to say that all the monsters are. Created by this Zaphoid Beeblebrox, the dude with two heads, um, looking dude, and or I guess it's a race. It's a race of aliens that are like everything is in binary. No matter what they do, there's like twins of everything. It was weird. Oh, right. I, I don't know. I I don't recommend three and four, but one and two were pretty solid. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> actually, they're really hard over here in the UK. They're really hard to get hold of the books. So I've actually tried to read them, especially you know from like a you know ebook or Kindle version. They just don't exist really over here. So uh, yeah. sort of a rarity. I did. I would. I would totally send you my paperbacks if I still had them. But those got <laughs> lost in the intervening twenty-five years. <laughs> I thought you'd been reading it earlier today, ready for this episode. Uh, no, no, I, I, I read the <laughs> I've got those books committed to memory. I've, I've read them several oh, times. Oh, Dog-eared copies. You know, those are actually apart. his Bible when he was growing up. <laughs> so, yeah. did you have you have you watched the film as well? Yes, I did watch. I actually, I did watch that recently. Um, I don't know why. Uh, why? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, it has. Um, it has the Rock. And everyone loves the rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yep. Carl Urban. So, oh, yeah. you're right. Judge Dredd's there. <laughs> Damn right. right. It was great. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> the, only, the only good bit is the is the first person 
perspective yeah that's sort of towards well, the, that's it um the special effects for the monsters isn't horrible it's actually that didn't age badly they do it's most some of that's like physical some, stuff yeah right? it's not yeah. cg you know for as much as they could do hmm. yeah so that that part was good um the story was like incomprehensible um <laughs> i don't know it's uh I saw it in the theater. I was so excited. I do. Oh my god! That, <laughs> that must so have been excited. so disappointing. Uh, well, I realized I really like Carl Urban. I was like, oh, I gotta find more movies for this dude. And uh, had, like I said, it had The Rock, and that was his super heyday of you know getting into movies. So Andy um, plays a bad guy. Yeah, he's just spoiling it. That oh, was a- <laughs> my bad. Oh, censor that. That's a that's a third act heel turn. <laughs> uh, well, he, he, well, he used to do it in WWE, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. So I watched the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I played, I played a little bit of Doom sixty four. I had a, a couple buddies that had a um, had that was their game. They bought the sixty four four. Yeah, wow. It was a, you know, a pretty good. Um, it's not even a port. It's like a redo. Mm. So, well, it's, it's actually a sequel to Doom two yeah. officially. Which I didn't know, I didn't realize actually. I thought it was just a clone, and yet another clone. No, you they, know, they all, changed up quite a bit of things. Yeah, because it's it, back in the day, it was a bit like the Skyrim of its day, wasn't it? Really, which on every single system that they can possibly <laughs> oh, getting re-released over and over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I played this on the PC, and I did. Did they? They put it on the um, the <laughs> the much misused, or I guess not used, thirty two X. Of the oh, Genesis. Yeah. Oh, wow. So <laughs> my, my friend had it on the dude that had it on the PC also ended up buying it for the 32X. And um, I mean, graphically, it was it was nice. But if you already had it on the PC, there was no reason to no, have your version or the yeah, I was going to um, say the only, the only difference I could really spot just between screens is that the sprites look significantly updated. But the thing is, though, I don't know if I particularly like the way they updated the sprites um, in the 64 version. Just from look, I, obviously I didn't get to see the move or anything. Just still images of it. Uh, well, for the sixty-four, yeah, or the thirty-two X, the sixty-four. Sorry, well, the thirty. Did they were there's a was there a difference between the sprites in sixty-four and thirty-two X? Yes, significantly um, in their design. So the thirty-two X um, is uh, new assets, I think. Um, hmm. From that might Doom. have been what I was looking. And then at, the sixty-four, they completely revamped um, all the character models. It has that. Did you play Turok? It looked kind of like Turok, but shinier. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a completely um, they're sort of three D polygon. You know, they don't look like yeah. maps or sprites um, in the sixty four version. Uh, and then uh, Doom three that came out in two thousand four. Um, yep, that was like the benchmark game again. Yep. Uh, so yeah. So the crisis, the crisis of its yeah, day. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> you had to you had to have a pretty beefy PC to run that. Oh um, yes. I think I only played that at the time um, on the displays that they had in like Circuit City or something. Um, so I just I didn't have too much hands on with that um, until they did the Xbox uh, three. No, was it three sixty? Yeah, yeah. No, it, no it, was on, it was on the original Xbox, yeah, the original and then it, Xbox. the BFG edition. Yeah. So I played that at a buddy's house. We we did the campaign, but co op. So I think it's truncated. I think it's shorter if you play it in co op versus the single player. It's missing oh. something. Hmm, weird. Oh. Because it's only like you can beat it in like three hours or whatever. We oh wow! Didn't take too long in co-op. They they cut levels out or something. But I know, that's fun. what we're secretly doing this in this episode, aren't we? Mm. <laughs> While we're talking, we're secretly playing it online. That's right. No, I've got the uh, the Doom RPG, which is it's on my phone. No, it's not. It's not on my phone, but um, it was on Fox. <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember that. It was a it's a Java game, isn't it? Old. I I, I think I managed to put it on. I managed to get a dodgy copy off the internet because it, it, it wasn't officially released at the time, was it? I can't remember. No, um, it was sort of a bit uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I think it came out a little after the movie, so 2006 mm. maybe. Yeah, sounds about right. Somewhere around then. Um, yeah, it's just like a sort of turn-based corridor shooter, basically just like Doom. It's not any, not really any different. Um, mm-hmm. Just in the enemy. Um, Sprites, they did like colored 
color-coded versions of the uh, the different enemies, giving them different HP pools and damage output, and that that old kind of third-person uh, or no first-person um, RPG uh, wizard wizardry, like that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I. Did I get my brother got the new one when they did the BFG edition on the, the PS3, or was it the PS2? No, the PS2. PS3. It, it was the PS3. Yeah. That's the trouble with having like had all the systems just bleed. <laughs> it all blurs together. I don't eventually. know. It was a, a game on a thing. Um, <laughs> oh, probably my the I had the original PS3 that was backwards compatible. Um, oh, so I nice. probably was oh, playing yeah. on that, and that was the best until it like yellow lighted of death. Unfortunately, damn, sad. Mm. And um, I guess that brings us to eventually um, last year's uh, Doom twenty sixteen, which is uh, sort of a reboot of the uh, franchise while still being a sequel. It's kind of I don't know, it's yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that brings all the. Uh, arcade action back from uh, I guess the feel, the speed of uh, the original Doom and Doom 2. Definitely. Um, so Steven, uh, how did you get into this, I guess? I guess the turn goes to you. Um, yeah, the as a kid, I, um, I'd always heard about Doom, but I wasn't like super like into, like I played you know, video games, you know, as you do when you're a child. Um, but I didn't like read on like the history of games or anything like that. So I just heard like murmurs of this thing called doom. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Um, and I wasn't a PC uh, kid. I was very, you know, Sega and Nintendo. Um, kind of not still not really PC uh, a gamer, but um, I got a hold of doom three um, for whatever reason on, uh, on Xbox. And, uh, that was my first exposure to the series, like not having seen what it was originally quote unquote supposed to be. Cause I know a lot of uh, flack is given to doom three um, for being very not doom. Like it's, it's kind of a survival horror game. That's very slow and, and plotting at least through the first half of it until you get the rest of your arsenal. And then it kind of picks up a little bit. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really scary. I thought, man, doom's great. Um, and then everyone started complaining about it. I was like, well, let me just look at what Doom actually is. And uh, I played uh, Flash versions of Doom 1 and 2. Um, okay. And uh, those are actually <laughs> really good. Like, they're not, they're actually not that bad still. Like, I'll, just, I'll hop online and go on to congregate and play Doom real, you know, if I have nothing else to do. Um, and it's still really fun. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, this is like this, you know, real quick arcadey thing. Um, that people really liked, and I could see this being kind of more intense, you know, back in the day. Um, and then, you know, I was like, okay, Doom's cool. And then Doom 2016 came out and just, just fucking blew my mind. Like, I love Doom 2016 so much. Like, it's so good. <laughs> um, I, it, I would platinum it if I was good enough to play on, like, the nightmare mode, but I can't get past the first level still because it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't that just, like, delete your save if you die? Like, yeah. yeah. like it, it does, yeah. It, yeah, it's just, like, you die and it boots you back to the menu and it's like, oh. Yeah. No some thanks. of those fights are really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough time. Um, but, yeah, so that – and, like – as between like Doom 3 and Doom 2016, I kind of got more into like the monster design because I realized that they kind of just wholesale took a bunch of stuff from D and D, and like made it into like for me a much more fun aesthetic. Uh, I tend to like you know the cyberpunk you know hell aesthetic over uh, over the fantasy. Um, so I was like, oh, this is just great. So I mean, like uh, as far as talking monsters and Doom. Like that's that's my jam. <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, from my perspective, um, I didn't really play the first uh, two games for a while, really, because I remember first seeing it when I was at secondary school or high school for other people. Um, I didn't really play it because I always remember there was this computer gaming club at the school that only only the 
what was seen as the geeks, which now would be, to me were the cool people, uh, could get into playing where they would have um, Doom multiplayer LAN parties. And, I, you know, for me, I was like, what's this Doom? You know, because you see the posters on the wall and, you know, you see the artwork. And, I, you know, I was just, you know, I couldn't believe what it was. And, and of course, it was sort of game where it wasn't easy to get hold of when you're a younger child. I you know, I didn't have internet and, and such like. And so my first sort of experience of playing the first Doom was on the SNES or the Super Nintendo. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was <laughs> that was my my <laughs> intro to it, which was – I and I think I only got it because I managed to trade someone for it. You know, they're like, oh, I didn't really want this game anymore. And, you know, so that was my first experience, which I think I was still relatively young at that time so i found it quite intimidating you know i was a bit of a mm-hmm. bit of a wuss when it comes to those sort of games so it took me a while to actually get into it um then i didn't i never played doom 64 um because i think i at the time i ignored it because i just probably considered it another clone rather than actually a, a sequel to doom 2 i then did pick up a copy of Doom 3 not long after it came out because I was actually working in a game store when it when it came out. But the problem is I had a potato of a computer at the time, so I couldn't really run it. And you know, I did, and I, I had the I had the the horrible experience of my best friend at the time uh, borrowing it off me because he had a decent computer, and I had to watch him play it all the way through. So um, yeah, that was. That was that was horrible. I tried not to talk about it very much, um, but uh, <laughs> and then um, I got the you know the BFG edition on the Xbox 360, so that was where I made up for it. Um, and then I picked up obviously Doom 2016 uh, when it came out, and it was my game of the year last year. I love Doom 2016. Well, I love them all, but I love it. It's it's for me. It's even though some people have heard, you know, online they consider it a bit brainless because it's, you know, it's that sort of game. It's just pure unadulterated gaming fun. I think that's the reason I love it so much. The the sound. It's, I'm I'm not really a soundtrack person when it comes to games. I, I I own I own three soundtracks. I own the soundtrack to Destiny. I own the one to Bloodborne, and I own the one to Doom 2016. You know that is <laughs> that's the sort of level I put it on because I, I I absolutely love it. So yeah, so yeah. Well, I'm just yeah. so I just I just wish they would bring out some more single player content for it. I'm just gutted I, that every, everything's know. multiplayer for it. It's just, it's. Oh, I'm, they may do, but you know, I suppose that's what they put the snap map bit in for. But um, yeah. yeah, talking about how it being like a perfect gaming experience is Doom 2016 is the game that ruined all first person shooters. Like unless you're mantling, <laughs> I keep saying this: unless you're mantling and your first person shooter is as angry as it is in Doom, I don't want to play it. Yeah, it's the best mantling in a game of how aggressive Doom guy is. It, it's funny uh, how people's opinion vary on it though because i i was speaking to my boss at work because he he's got it and he absolutely loved it and he was speaking to a, a mutual colleague and you know that we work with that i don't really know and he said to me he goes oh yeah it's he, he was we were talking about it the other day and he, he found it really boring and i was like you found he found doom 2016 boring he goes yeah that's, he just said that's he the just way my roommate really- is <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I don't. I mean, I can understand it if you don't like first persons, or you know, if if you don't like the actual context of it. Okay, that's you. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you if that's something you're open to, um, which from, from what I know of this guy, he is. How, he goes, oh yeah, I just I just found it boring. It wasn't. It didn't really excite me. I was like, how can this game not excite you? I mean, I, I value everyone's opinion. We all got different opinions on things but that opinion is wrong. <laughs> say, unless your opinion is doom is boring, then yeah, in which case not, I don't value it at all. It's just not. But no. I mean, how could it be hey, boring? You're, you're playing like a metal album cover and a good one. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's fantastic. And it's, it's one of those games where you feel empowered compared to a lot of the other games. Like, did you see on Twitter what, um, I don't know. I think it was Cliff that put it up, but, um, it, that um, Steam co- uh, Doom com- review, review, the perfect that Doom was review. brilliant. I, I haven't got it to hand, but he was, he was comparing it to Dark Souls. And he Dark Souls is a room of you stuck in a room full of demons, and Doom is a, a room full of demons stuck with you. 
brilliant. Yeah. That is a fantastic <laughs> review. Yeah, that, that basically sums it up. And, it, you know, and it is what I'm, again, I'm one of those sort of people where I don't really replay games very much. It takes a lot because to me, there's so many games to play. I'd rather play something new. Whereas Doom 2016, especially, and some of the others, it's just one of those that I, I would happily play again. And I will do when I have a spare five <laughs> or 10 hours. But, um, yeah, right. So that's our history on the game. Um, let's talk about some monsters because that's what we do here. So, Dave, what's your favorite Doom monster? Uh, the, the one I picked um, for this is the Mancubus. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, as far as favorite monster, I think there's uh, ones I like better. Um, visually, this guy... Uh, Stunning? I'm not sure if stunning is the right word. Um, arresting. <laughs> Maybe he's visually arresting. Wow. You know, <laughs> interesting I'm taste, I'm not going to romance a mancubus. But, um, uh, no, just it's an iconic. It was so different um, than the other demons you encounter um, in the first, or I guess in Doom 2. So the, the first appearance of the mancubus is level 7 um, in Doom 2. And mm-hmm. there's not one, but... Three, I think it's three. Maybe there's four. They're on raised platforms, and they're basically just acting as turrets um, in the center of a small, uh, you know, cube room. And as you um, go through the level and open these doors that widen everything up, their platforms lower, and then they're they're given mobility to go around, um, which kind of doubles their. Uh, they're them as a hazard since their their giant fireball cannons um, already do like sort of a spread shot, and then they're mobile. So you're you could be looking at like nine nine fireballs <laughs> flying at you from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, they also have a really iconic like vocal sound. Um, I guess I'll try to. I, I can want to replicate it. I'll try. Um, <laughs> so when you when you hear them or run around, you hear this like whoop. That's the noise they make. Wait, wait, is there is there a monkey bus here? Wait, wait. It's my friend. He's here. <laughs> Are you sure you're not romancing the monkey bus? <laughs> no, not anymore. We had a. We had oh, okay, I'm sorry to bring that. There wasn't enough room in the bed. It was no. He's he's a big fella. so um yeah throughout the series they they kind of they change them up a little bit Um, their appearance in doom 64 is probably uh the most um different from the other um, incarnations of them where they resemble more of a cthulhu they they're still large and rotund um, figures, sort of uh, like bipedal elephants. Um, But in uh, Doom 64, they have like three tentacles and sort of like an octopus maw. Um, Quite a bit different than their Mm. just upset chubby guy that you see in uh, Doom 2. Well, and then um, even some of the wikis kind of liken them to the um, the Megasphere face, which uh, yeah, I, I can see the comparison. I think I think I I thought you would pick before we did the notes this episode. I thought you would pick this as your choice. I don't know why. Did I you? Think That's just, weird. Why? Yeah, <laughs> why I, would you I, think I, that? I, I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely, <laughs> I don't I think you this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just. I know that sounds easy to say because. I know that's what you picked, but I genuinely did think you were going to pick this out of all the creatures, um, especially based on the Doom Three version, the you know the one, the Cthulhu looking one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just he just he just looked like he was your jam. I don't I don't know. He just sort of thought, hmm, what would they oh, pick? Yeah. Yeah, oh, did I actually? Man. I think I said sixty four. Uh, Doom Three is that version. This yeah, sorry. Yeah, has like a. Yeah. What do they look like um they have a yeah, weird a like bandolier and yeah. yeah sort of a more dog-like face i guess yeah um but no doom 3 they they have those uh i think that's why i think it just that sort of that vibe thought that's that's dave all over yeah. i'm not i'm sorry i'm not i'm not pairing you i know i know the truth has come that. out over this episode but, <laughs> you know. beasts. i don't know <laughs> yes <laughs> no i do not 
Um, <laughs> or, or we like to keep uh, our listeners guessing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you never know what we'd swipe right on. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll dig into a little bit of lore. Um, I've yeah. pulled the in-game um, data, pa- data pad entries. I guess they're data pad entries. They're the entries yeah. you get uh, as you murder more of the monsters in um, yeah. Doom 2016. So we get, uh says this, the mancubus is said to have a foul, nauseating odor due to its diet of rancid flesh, which continues to com- decompose inside the creature's body. Nice. Its innards are volatile, flammable, and highly toxic. At maturity, the monster's hands become covered with a chitinous growth, and the tissues inside the barrel-like protrusion rots. That's, that's lovely. Um, the noxious fluids can then be spewed from the arm cannons <laughs> under pressure, causing ignition, giving the demon biological flamethrowers. Mancubi, so we've learned the, the plural, um, are given light armor at maturity as well, but they always outgrow it due to their ravenous appetites. It, I don't know, that's a, yeah, that's a beautiful picture that that paints. Just somebody you'd like to get to know. Yeah, <laughs> or if you needed to put sentence, serenaded many mancubi. <laughs> many. At least you've got the grammar grammatically <laughs> correct. You'll, you'll stay warm at night. They have flamethrowers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You'll be sweltering. Yeah. Uh, and there's a uh, upgraded version, the cyber mancubus. Uh, this was engineered under the direction of Olivia Pierce, our sort of big bad in the uh, Doom 2016, um, in the Lazarus Labs, and was one of the primary achievements in demon bioengineering as part of the Lazarus Project. So, I mean, this information gives us a little bit that they've been doing experiments um, on the demons, and it's, mm-hmm. that, it's that cool blending of um, you know flesh and machine. So... It sort of harkens um, towards like things like the Giver, like that biomechanical um, appearance, and then some of the concept art for like Alien. Uh, I think it's just a really cool aesthetic when they when they do that. Hmm. And uh, they're they they differ from the uh, ordinary Mancubus, um, whereas their the chitinous arm growths are replaced with rifled barrels, increasing the demon's attack range and accuracy. And the toxic spew from the creature no longer catches. <laughs> You're going to spew, spew in this. Um, <laughs> no longer catches fire due to this change. However, leaving the nature of its attack primarily poisonous. So it's not like napalm, it's just now poison. Um, their behavioral modifications were also made to cause the monster to prefer engagement at greater distances where its new attacks have an advantage. Uh, attempts were made to engineer better fitting armor for the creature, but they were unsuccessful. It would still un, uh, in, inevitably outgrow anything that was created for it. That is the Mancubus in a too small shell. <laughs> <laughs> Much too small. Wait, going back to the, the sort of original Doom 1 and 2 version, you can tell it's definitely got a D&D inspiration isn't it just sort of when you look at it, it just, you know if you opened up a D manual or you know book you would you know you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised to see something like that so you can definitely see where they got their inspiration yeah. from no i mean it feels like an ogre is probably the closest yeah. relation you're going to get especially from uh take warcraft like warcraft one i mean that came after but that same idea of that hulking proportions with the smaller head, um, mm-hmm. large blubbery arms and legs. Um, yeah, they're definitely uh, visually just distinct. You're not going to mistake them from one of the other <laughs> no. monsters. Appealing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the, the latest version, the 2016 version, is a bit, a bit comical as well, actually. I think it's got a bit of a... You know, when you look at it, it's got you can see it's got a bit of a bit of a belly on it. You know, which is fine. You know, yeah, it um, likes its food. Yeah, well, um, they, but, they're the set of their posture is different. They kind of 
maybe that's what's comical is their shoulders are set back and they sort of waddle around. Yeah, <laughs> it's less imposing. Their gut is very much leading them. Yes, um, and they do. Have, they they did change it up. They have a cyclopean eye, um, and their mouth yeah. is. It's more or less just full of spiny teeth. Um, the first incarnation of these from Doom 2 definitely just looks like a large, portly man. Um, yeah, it looks like a very large, angry dude with big guns. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there are, uh, there's links to the, uh, it's not rubber, um, it's like a vinyl, like the little model that they made. Um, to base the um, sprites off of, uh, and you get yeah. like, a, like a better picture of that. It's a pretty good transition from that yeah. visual sort of model to what they put on the screen. They also do like speaking to the kind of humorous part. Like I can't remember if it's the uh, the canned um, uh, gore kill for the mancubus or if it's whenever you kill it with a rocket launcher. I think it's one. Is it when we put a grenade in the mouth? I think that's it, where, like, its body blows up, and, like, part of it is just kind of lilting, like, his head is just kind of lilting on the rest of his body on, like, this little piece of spine that's left. Yeah. (laughs) It's just kind of, like, waving back and forth, and then you're like, oh, buddy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I needed those uh, HP back. (laughs) Ah, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Right. Any anything more to say on the Mancubus? I'm good. What did you guys think of this guy? Go um, for it, Stephen. Uh, I I think they're really I like. Uh, I mean, you could say this about all of the monsters in Doom, but they do add a particularly fun foil to any kind of fight that they're in because then it seems like everything kind of centers in around him, um, and like so, like it, it'll usually add to the fray because he can. He can hit really hard, um, especially when they start throwing multiple uh, make you buy at you. Like you said, that there's there's three of them in Doom Two, and I think in Doom Three, the first time you see one, you have to fight two at the same time. Or I might be thinking of Hell. I think I don't, I don't remember exactly yeah, what I'm think thinking so. of, um, but I remember it. Like every time you see one, it seems like a real big deal. Like the first time it shows up, because I mean, like is as humorous as they can be taken. Like in Doom 2016, they're still. Can, they will pack a punch uh, if you're, you know, if you just kind of mess around with them. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to get hit with that fireball. Um, and in, in Doom Two, when they make their first appearance, that those spread shots is one of the few enemies that will accidentally aggro um, other monsters. Yeah, and they just you can kind of kite them into that and uh, sit back and enjoy the carnage. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, they 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 do bit bring a bit of comedy to this uh, franchise, don't they? Because I think they're just one of those that, especially in the latest game, they do sort of creep up out of nowhere. I find that especially later in the game, where the where the game's throwing pretty much everything at you, they sort of have a habit of sort because of, they they're a bit slow. They sort of waddle in the background. So while you've got the you know you've got the imps and the revenants and such like chasing you down and the and the you know the baron uh as well that it, it these are sort of in the background you can imagine they'd have a little theme song going as a sort of water in the, the background yeah, and they're one of those like, oh, around the corner <laughs> yeah yeah they sort of they sort of they come out of nowhere they they're sort of one of those like you said they are dangerous in, i think by themselves are pretty straightforward you know like when you first see it in pretty much all the games but i'll use the latest game as an example, you I think from memory you come across the first one in the Argent Tower where he's he you know he comes out of no, you know where he, he comes out of nowhere and jumps up going tra like that and then you sort of have to, have to, have to, have to fight, fight him. I don't remember that. I think that was a that was a mod where they they added that in. I want that to happen every time. It's like, like I, I can imagine he's actually secretly going, "Get off my land!" <laughs> but um, yeah, they they sort of they're one of those that do creep out of nowhere. As in, you know, they and I think that's what's quite good about a lot of the monsters and enemies in in these games is they they do work well together. So, you know, they, yeah. because you they do get thrown. You you know, you get introduced to them. You know, gradually, and then obviously, like I said, towards the end, they, they're throwing them all at you. They sort of work 
you know, especially in the latest game where obviously it's very fast paced. They're one of those sort of enemies that sort of, like I said, they just, they're only, there's a, you know, in a given area, there's only probably a couple at the most, but when you're trying to deal with all the, the chaos that's sort of in, literally in your face, they, you know, they sort of do add a different dynamic to it. But um, no, I, and I think it's good that, that even though the design has changed on them from game to game, you can still instantly recognize you know what they are and i think again that i suppose that could apply to pretty much all the monsters yeah. in this franchise as well where they're not frightened to to change the look of them but they don't change them too much that they become unrecognizable so no i think it's uh, yeah good choice dave good choice see i knew you were going to do it um <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah talking of choices uh steven what's your choice for monster uh, so I was torn um, between the. I didn't choose the Hell Knight because usually he's so indicative of the series. Like you know, he's is a great cover monster. But I had to go with the Caco Demon um, because it's um, it doesn't have a whole lot of lore behind it um, in the in the latest one. Because I think this doesn't. Do you fight one before you get to Hell? I can't remember if they spawn it at all before you actually teleport. I think to hell. it. I think, I think it's Hell. They might. I don't, I don't know. know. Can't remember. But either way, um, I had to choose them just because they are, to me, the most D&D meets metal uh, <laughs> kind of uh, monster that you get. Because, yeah. I mean, it's just a beholder. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really what it is, yeah. just without the, the stalk eyes. And I think that the original um, design of the Cacodemon was uh, taken straight from a D&D uh, cover. Like, they took the head off of a monster, and then that was... The Kakodina. Um, yeah. uh, like, it's so similar. I'm surprised there wasn't any kind of legal issues, but you know. It's, it's based on the. Is it the. It's based on like a beholder, but isn't it the dreadnought, isn't it? Argent? Yes, this is the dreadnought. It's, it's effectively yeah. just the dreadnought head taking, taken off of the body. Mm. But obviously, it cuts the silhouette more of a, of a beholder. But um, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, obviously, they, they go across the whole series, but I think that this latest Doom is a really great one to talk about the monsters because of how dynamic um, the mechanics are capable of being on that engine. And in the same way that when a Mancubus enters an arena, he can, you know, for me anyway, the fight will kind of vacuum around that so I can take care of that um, that threat. When the Cacodemons show up, it immediately adds this kind of verticality that's really weird um, because, like, they'll just kind of be these sentry turrets that'll float around, and so you have to figure out a way of actually getting to them. Um, and they're just, I don't know, they're just such a fun design to look at, and I especially like in Doom 2016 that um, if you pay uh, close attention, it, they look a little bit like tentacles, but they're, like, shriveled up, useless appendages um, <laughs> on the bottom of their, you know, their body, I guess. Like, there's, like, yeah. a little arm and leg that's, like, shriveled. And it's, like, the idea of them floating around with their arms kind of just trailing behind them. Like, they look, again, it's, like, this kind of mildly goofy but also really <laughs> awesome-looking monster. <laughs> and uh, the gore kill is you ripping out its eye, which is always really fun. Like, I, I can get behind that. <laughs> Um, and I guess it doesn't have a whole lot of uh, lore to it, like I said, so I'll read it real quick and we can move on to, to, to you guys. Um, it says, Cacodemons are monstrous psionic demons driven by the desire to feed. They display limited intelligence but are so often sent into the fray as their natural size and abilities make them an intimidating weapon for the demon horde. Um, and when a Cacodemon senses the presence of the living, it will hunt them relentlessly until it gets close enough to gnaw on them using an impressive set of mandibles. To aid the hunt, the Cacodemon has a psychoactive narcotic bile, which it spews at range. On contact, this bile inhibits the perception of the target and compromises movement. The effect wears off. Uh, the effects wear off after a few moments, which is often enough time for the lumbering beast to get within a bite range. Mm. I thought that that last uh, function, um, having changed it from like a plasma projectile that it was for like the rest of the games, mm -hmm. uh, is probably the coolest thing. Um, yeah. I mean, it's horribly inconvenient when you get hit with that. But <laughs> when, you, when you first realize, oh, that just didn't sap a bunch of my health. I'm all, my vision's all goofed. I mean, this is, it was great, but you know, annoying at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it's again, like the way the, um, was Matt brought up that they're they're not afraid to evolve and change the monsters as they go through the series, but they always seem to change and evolve them in new and interesting ways. 
um, that shake things up. But yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, but, well, the the was, when you look at the photos on the the Doom Three version again, I suppose again with all these monsters, the Doom Three version of each one is always it looks quite different, doesn't it? And this the, the it's sort of a bit a bit shark like, sort of. Yeah, with its weird. teeth, with a brain on the, <laughs> the top. <laughs> it's quite, yeah, it's sort of quite, again, quite, again, you can see the appendages down the bottom, like you were referring to, you can see they're quite prominent. Again, it's almost a bit face-hugger-like, I would That's say, sort of the bottom. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's sort of, it's quite, again, a different design, which, again, because I think the, the Doom 3, all the Doom 3 character, uh, monsters end up sort of being quite a bit more serious compared to the other games. They're a bit darker. They're a bit, you know, whereas the ones in the, in the first two games and, and 2016, they're, they're quite, you know, again, if you look at uh, all of them, they, they're quite vibrant, aren't they? In some ways, you know, they've got quite, you know, definitive color to them. Whereas, every, whereas every, everything in doom three all looks like sludgy greens and browns and, and grays and such like. So it's sort of, again, they, they, were quite happy to evolve it in that one um but like i said it's is yeah is another iconic um uh, monster in in the franchise not not ubisoft iconic an actual real iconic yeah um, and um and you know i mean the fact it's made they made it and turned it into a plushie into a soft toy it sort of you know, shows how iconic it is but no it's you're right it's it's pure D inspiration and i think but I think that's a good thing in a way. I know, obviously, like I said, he could be seen as being a bit of a rip-off. The fact that the guys that made started off this franchise were D&D metal-loving guys, which mm. probably accounts for a lot of people that we know. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> yeah. that's the type of people we are. I can't speak for but you know, you know we're you know D and D metal loving people. You know, well, a lot of people are anyway. So it, you know, and that's great because that shows that that all the inspirations. You know, this one being a perfect example. It, it, it you know it comes from pure. This is what we like. It's not oh th- what what will sell well. You know, it wasn't. It's not based on that. It's based on what you know good. What is good monster design? Ah, D and D. They've got it right. So let's you know let's uh, tweak it and and uh, add some metal riffs to it. So no, I think it's um, great. What do you think about it, Dave? Yeah, I I think I like it a lot, um, especially the the new design. Uh, it by doing what they the updates that they put through it, it doesn't uh, it takes it away a little bit further from that um, beholder mold. Um, mm-hmm. This it's sort of just a like if you skinned a porcupine's head or something, I don't know. It's uh, very <laughs> visceral looking. Um, yeah, it's cool, and even like the mouth when you then take a look at it, it's not just a simple mouth. It's it's again that idea of a maw where it's makes it look like it's just consistently just eating things, and that you know there's the plushie <laughs> drops into the chat. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's cool too. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely more the uh, the original, the OG uh, Caco Demon. <laughs> I know the um, the novels. Um, they're called. Uh, I think they just call them pumpkins. They call them pumpkins <laughs> and balloons. <laughs> <laughs> that makes them sound like the um, all those things of uh, Zelda. Um, those that spit rocks at you. No, the rock. Oh, the octopus. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. That's amazing. It makes it sound like they're, they're like them. <laughs> so yeah. When they call them pumpkins and balloons. A uh, vile blue narcotic uh, phlegm at you instead. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, so if you were romantic caco demon, he also got a supplier there, which is pretty great. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys. Talking about romancing these monsters, I'm looking at the image of the 2016 Doom caco demon, and he looks adorable. I was he does. Hug. He just has yeah. a very bewildered look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just got to stroke him, and, you know, he'd come, yeah, he would come to yeah. your. You know, back and cooler. Or just shrink them down a little bit. You know, don't make them room size, but make them. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, yeah, that's, a, that's a, a good idea. Foot in diameter. 
<laughs> oh my god, I would love that. Have a pet. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be like a little minion that just just, just you know follows you around. around what? Stuns Kaku people. demons are the new minion. That's yeah, right. I'm, I'm making it happen. Oh, it's a meme. Oh, the... we'll see, we're, we're we're tearing apart people's dreams about Doom now. They're gonna go, what What are you doing to our favorite? We're going to be serious. True. We are. We're. Yeah. Seriously considering having Kakodemon pet. Yeah, exactly. We love monsters, okay? Exactly. Come in come into a website near you. <laughs> Forget Go to sea monster, monsters. dear monster. Yeah. Uh, right. Any more for any more on this uh demon? Or are I'm we good. all cool. Right. I mean okay. I could talk all night about it, but we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, my turn. Um, right. I for my pick, I have picked another iconic one. I've gone for the Revenant. I I really love the Revenant. Um, I think I'll be honest because they just look really cool. I think out of all <laughs> the ones, I think when you're talking about a tall puppet-like skeleton with metal armor and rocket launchers on their shoulder. I mean, that's a pretty cool sentence I've just said there. You know, so I think I think that's why I particularly like them. I mean, they they first appear in in Doom 2, so um sort of a bit later in the game, um where they I think they're described as um yeah, they got their metallic body armor and their shoulder-mounted missile launchers uh, and blood and gore running down their ribcage and legs. Mm. Their running movements are, are a herky-jerky approach akin to a stringed puppet. You know, again, it's just that I think I like them because obviously skeletons are in quite a few games and other media and, and such like. It's just, I, I just love what they've done with it. They've, they've obviously sat down at one point and go, mm, rocket launchers on their shoulders? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that sounds good. Yeah, let's let's do that. Mm, blood and gore dripping down their ribcage. Don't forget the body armor as well. You know, it's it's one of those sort of conversations where they just put all these things together and come up with a really good uh, creature. I mean, the I mean the I mean it's it's quite appropriate because the 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 actual uh, sort of background on them is quite different compared to the first couple of games to 2016. Because in the first couple of games, they're they're actually, I think, in the, the from a law point of view, they're actually the the corpses of dead demons. So basically, the 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 other demons have taken the corpses of their of their fallen comrades, basically, put armor and uh, rocket launchers on them, and sort of reanimated them and and sent them out to fight again. Whereas in the <clears throat> excuse me, whereas in 2016 Doom, they're actually the due to experiments that the UAC have been performing, which is quite, you know, so, the, you know, so I, both, I, I must admit, I prefer the, the first, the, you know, the original uh, way of them uh, sort of coming to life. I think that the, you know, the demons reusing their corpses is really cool actually. Um, and I like also the, the names and that's actually very appropriate with the name. Cause I think uh, Revenant is, I think originally from French, yeah, the name Revenant is of French origin and generally means one who returns from death. So, you know, it's got a, a good meaning as well and very suitable for this one. Um, again, design-wise, I, I think they're fantastic. They've they've changed, you know, over the games, but not as dramatic as I would say compared to some of the others. Um, they, You know, in all of them, it is a, a skeleton with... As I said again, with armor and, and rocket launches, and whereas I think the Doom Three version doesn't seem to have much gore on it compared to the others, whereas yeah. the sort of more recent, the 2016 version, is a bit more akin to the original version, just with the bigger, bigger rocket launchers, and just to make it more interesting, they added a jetpack to it, <laughs> as you do. So, um, so yeah, I think I, you know, I think. You know, for actually dealing with them in the game, they're an interesting uh, monster to deal with because the fact that they they are quite aggressive compared to some of the others, but they can shoot you from range. But then, especially in the the earlier games, they'll quite happily come up and punch you. Um, they've got quite a strong melee attack on them, um, and also the fact, like I said, in the recent game, they've uh, they've got the jetpack on them just to again they're they sort of they're 
like I said earlier in the in the episode where you've got the the mancubus which sort of creeps up you know with the remember the do, 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 do. um they they creep up with it whereas the revenant sort of is that sort of really annoying sort of enemy to deal with where you know yes it can it can whittle your health away they're not sort of as as uh, terrifying as some of the other bigger enemies but it's just the fact that they're there sort of in your face but then if they're not in your face they're busy trying to find rockets at you that are guided and and such like so you know i think again added to the dynamics of all the other monsters in this game they're in these games they're a really good one to to have in there um and again going back to the the original uh doom one two version or sorry the original doom two because it wasn't in the first doom mm-hmm. um again it, it looks very D um minus the rocket launchers um <laughs> but the you know the gore and you know the actual look of the skeleton is you know is very i, I like the fact that they're quite, again it's a simple thing but the fact that they're quite tall as well again it makes them a, again more intimidating um and they're just i suppose just an, another sort of poster child of the game really 2016 version i think they're just they're just such a good iconic character um uh lore wise um i mean there's a fair bit on them uh when i find my notes um yeah so looking in the yeah so sort of talking for them from a 2016 point of view so revenants are uac military operatives that have been methodically transformed into demonic combatants through cybernetic augmentation and repeated Lazarus wave exposure. The transformation begins by attaching a multiple launch rocket battery onto each shoulder of the patient coupled to an argent charged neural biochip implanted at the base of the cerebral cortex. Uh, This allows the Revenant to attack both its target from multiple conventional rockets and also fire mobility boosters. Um, But then there's a bit uh, later where it says the, ah, here, here we go, which is the, the argent energy held within the plasmatic isotopes of the Lazarus wave mutates proteins resulting in rapid skeletal growth. The expansion of the bone matter results in, in uh, where it's basically tearing the skin and tissue from the bones. I mean, that sounds pretty horrific. And, you know, it's, it's that is one of the most metal things i mean we've said a lot of metal things <laughs> so far in this episode and that is another one it's just you know they, they're just that's why i like them they're just they're just great just overall they're just design wise game wise uh the hit you know the, how they come about um again i don't dislike the um the experiment version you know i think that's that's you know the fact that they've made that very metal comment in there about them the flesh you know ripping from their bones literally um but like i said i prefer the the original method um what do you think of them dave uh well i like the fact that the uh, original appearance of these guys they just they get or i guess you get too close to them they just haul off and like slug you one it's not even yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, as an enemy, they're um, they're tough. Uh, those, those rockets pack also uh, a punch, just not a literal one. And yep. <laughs> um, I think you can only take like two or three, and you're dead if that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you hardly really encounter them like one on one. It's usually there's two of them, uh, and they sit you. You know, they the enemy placement on these games, I guess, is something we could just discuss briefly. Is like very yeah. well done. Um, and I, I think that that um, contributed to the like well, the longevity and the popularity of the series was even though you know where everything's at um, that or as you as you play through successive times that basically engendered that sort of speed run uh, strategy through this um, and the fact that the de- developers put in those par times uh, when you get to the end of the mm. level kind of on some of them she's like why is that 28 seconds there's no way you know <laughs> but, uh, yeah just memorizing all the enemy placements um it's it's a big big part of the game if you want to do a slightly further um comparison to uh say dark souls mm-hmm. what about you steven what do you think on them um i think like again like this is like the other end of the vertical the verticality um that's capable um and especially in the newer doom where like these dudes are just like the 
they'll fly like you can be um firing at them from a distance and then they'll just suddenly launch into the air and you can lose them and they start you know launching this barrage of you know missiles at you which is pretty cool um and i think actually the revenant might be the first um official image they released for doom 2016 yeah i believe that was it it yeah yeah and i remember seeing that i'm like that looks pretty metal cool (laughs) (laughs) Um, i was like this skeleton looks really happy to be firing uh rockets (laughs) off of its shoulders i can get into that um but yeah like i think like you said like they they're very interesting in in the newest one but i i think i actually might prefer their older design just because like you said the the gore kind of dripping down from their from their armor and like the way like how much taller they look yeah, uh, then you yeah. win that game like the a little bit like with the with the Mancubus, like when you see it, it's like, well, there's been nothing like this up until now. Like, I mean, all of the monsters are fairly unique, but like this is so just like, you know, skeletons are prevalent uh, in video games. And then it's kind of crazy, like how much character you can give one with some armor and a rocket. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> Well, you see, well, it's one of those sort of enemies or monsters that that they're sort of one of these. They're a bit hard to believe when you see him. You're like yeah. a skeleton with armor and rocket launchers. You know, you're like, what? <laughs> what, well, is, like, what is that? When we're talking about like this this hypothetical meeting uh, between the, everybody's like, what's what do we want to add to the skeleton? Like I, kids sitting down, like let's give him armor and rockets. Like, <laughs> like it's yes, like, it's part of that like kind of the glee that goes into the design of yeah. these monsters. You're like, oh man, this is so fun. It's so yeah. cool. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, and and that's what I was saying earlier. Where with the design of all the of all these games in the franchise, that they're done with love. You know, they're done with proper. You know, it's not about oh, we've got to have that because otherwise it'll affect the law. No, sod the law. We'll just we'll just put them in. We'll you know we'll have it the way we want it. We'll we'll have you know theme songs that definitely sound like other metal bands that we can't get the rights for. So we'll just we'll make it sound like it. That's, you know, and, and, you know, people say that ripping off is bad, but I think that, you know, it's, it's good. In, it's been really good inspiration for them. And I think that it's let them take what is, you know, quite cool stuff in other things. And they've just made them cooler. That's all they've done. Yeah, and, and this and is a perfect and example of it. That's kind of how those things go is like, if it, we call it ripping off whenever it's done really poorly, but if it's done well, it's homaging. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> even though this ah. still kind of skirts the line, but like, it's like, and I think like, if you look at like all three of the monsters that we have, like looking at the monster designs in Doom overall, like I don't know, like outside of something like a Bloodborne, like how like unique every enemy is. Like, like it's like when you see a, a mancubus coming around the corner. Whenever you see one of the revenants uh, walking down the hallway, you're just like, "Oh, this just got real." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But 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 going on the back of that, they every enemy design is not. Even though some of them are a bit, wow, what's that? Ultimately, the base of them is very simple. All of them, mm-hmm. they're not. You know, the is, is your big, you know, big goofy lumbering thing you know this is you know the revenant is effectively a skeleton yeah it's got rocket launchers and stuff but it's still effectively a skeleton you know it's it's, a skeleton yeah it's doom's version exactly (laughs) everything in it is you know uh same with um you know like the the pinky you know that we haven't obviously touched upon but that's you know that's your typical you know charging bull type you know like i said they're all based on a on a particular trope that would be elsewhere it's just like i said what they've done is take them that what is quite simple and you know and would be could be seen as quite run of the mill in other uh genres or or games and they just made them cool like i said they've literally made them metal that's what they've done they just sort of made them interesting and but i think what's where um, is what made the franchise really good is the fact that yes they made the designs on them really good but they've also managed to incorporate them you know from a gameplay point of view in a in a, in a concise and complementary way because again they could have thrown all these enemies in with all these really cool designs but if from a gameplay they didn't work then you've only got half a good thing there whereas mm you know, they made it all work nicely. So no, I think, I think, you know, I, I know iconic gets used a lot, but I think it applies to pretty much most of the monsters in this game. Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, and it's, 
and that's why it's one of those franchises where I hope they just keep you know move, progressing it. I mean, I don't know, but, but I think that that what's again quite good is between all the games they they're happy to redesign them and they're happy to move them forward. I mean, if you look at Doom Three as an example, I was sort of, I thought about this the other day because when we when not everyone, but obviously a lot of people when they're talking about Dark Souls Two, for example, it get a lot of people online will say, "Oh, it's it's a good game. It's just not a very good Souls game." Which mm. we're not starting that argument on this episode, <laughs> but, <that's, laughs> but that you know that's a, that is a common opinion Sense. for a lot yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas to me, that's that's almost what I think of Doom. In uh, sorry, Doom Three. In some ways, it's the one that it's a bit different. You know, they've obviously gone for a lot of, more of a horror, horror element. They've used obviously a different color palette. Um, they caused a lot of computers to collapse <laughs> back in 2004. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those, you know, again, it's, but that's fine. But that, what I mean is for people that have that opinion of Dark Souls 2, that's fine. But, you know, they were happy to, to go that route and, you know, and, and you either like it or you don't. And it's the same with Doom 3. You either like that route they went or not. You know, I, it's probably the, my least favourite out of the games, but it's still, it's you know, it's not the best Doom game. It's still a good game. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> um, right, okay. So I think, has anyone else got anything to say on The Revenant? Uh, anything at all? No, I'm uh, I'm good on it. Cool. Okay. Well, we've all covered our um, favourite or a prominent uh, monster. Um, does anyone else have anything to say on the Doom franchise in general? Anyone got anything at all? Uh, no, I think I uh, I covered what I wanted to for uh, this episode. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What you're, tra- you're trying to say? There could be a sequel at some point. Ooh. There could be. Mm, now that would be <gasps> okay right I'll, I'll remember that okay write that now right okay so um yeah so like i said this episode we covered our you know uh, each picked a monster to go through um got in feedback um we haven't really got much to say <laughs> did put a few questions out this week um i don't know dave you got the twitter there in front of you to I can say anything. We didn't really get anything. Yeah. Uh, See, at this point, we, what we should be doing is putting one of the Doom soundtracks in while we're waiting. That's my really poor version. We don't even need the soundtrack. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. I was just there playing it. Okay, that's what that was. Yeah. No, that's my ringtone. Uh, yeah, no, we we didn't get anything. Oh, okay. Um, so, no. it's crazy. But luckily, because, yeah. I know it's. But never mind. There's gonna, you know, by the sound of it, we're, you know, if we're gonna do a sequel, so everyone come in and you know chip in on what their favorite Doom monster is or their favorite experience. So, um, yeah. right, I think that'll be it for this episode. I think we've. Uh, covered quite a bit and but left a bit for a further episode um thanks very much Stephen, for joining us on this episode of course always good to have you lovely thank you very much right we'll we'll do a bit of admin now so um yeah well Stephen, where where can people find you on the uh internet on the internet you can find me uh you can find me on twitter at steps that's s-t-e-p-s-v-a-y-o-o uh, and I do a podcast called Existential Breakdown. Um, you can just search EBD on any of your podcasting services and it should pop up somewhere on that feed. And I, I rant about things. <laughs> it's about all that is. <laughs> I, heard you did a, I heard you did a five minute Metal Gear episode recently. Uh, yeah, this is a little bit. Um, yeah. Was it yeah, six yeah. minutes? It was about that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little longer than that. Yeah, I, I may have talked for over four hours about Metal Gear Solid at one point uh, with someone else. It wasn't just me for the, the four hours. Mr. Joshua Crow of Dark Insight fame uh, did most of the talking, thankfully. Absolutely. Go listen to it, people. Um, Dave, where can people find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at Sentinot underscore plus. Um, as always, that'll be in the show notes because it's hard to spell. Uh, we'll also toss up a link to your podcast, Stephen. Cool. Thanks. Yes. Dave, don't you do some other podcasts as well? I do also do a martial arts podcast, Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. And you can find that just by searching iTunes, making it easy. Excellent. And talking of iTunes... For Monster Monster, if anyone would be willing to, you know, throw some reviews our way, it'd be much appreciated. There's a few that have that have appeared on there when I last looked. So, you know, it's getting we're getting a bit of movement and such like. But like I said, any in the meantime, if anyone wants to throw any responses in uh, for a future Doom episode, that'd be much appreciated. Anyone got any suggestions of uh, you know future episodes? Again, we've got plenty. Uh, to choose from we've got we're getting a, we're actually getting a schedule going we're actually being quite oh, man you know yeah organized we're like adults semi-professional like. yeah yeah <laughs> i should yeah. think about doing that yeah we actually had to we, you know we've actually got uh, i think they call it a spreadsheet i think that's what the that's what the I pros use made up <laughs> No, yeah, we've, we've got more than one spreadsheet. What? Whoa, oh yeah. whoa, I know. Yeah. See, see where we're coming. Look, we're now in double figures for episodes. This is what happens. Yes, you know, this and is where we get serious. I know. And hey, spreadsheets. we're we're nearing a thousand downloads, guys. Um, exactly. Super hey. excited. Uh, help hey. us get there. Spread the word. Get your friends listening in. Um, Absolutely. We like guests on the show. We're very friendly. Um, I think. Stephen, are we friendly? I think so. Uh, I, I think so, yeah. You guys well, are that's right. good. That's an endorsement. The there we go. Veyu seal of approval. Yay. Uh, <laughs> that's going on the website. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you want to do that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, we hit 1,000, and we're thinking about having some... Uh, t-shirt merchandise out there yeah do it so that'll be cool we got a new spiffy new logo thanks to mr matt yeah i i put my uh five minute photoshop skills to the test and uh, (laughs) we've got a new logo but you know this is this is what happens you know when as we're evolving you know we're we've got logos we're doing t-shirts you know we'll oh who knows where where this is going to go so yeah. So yeah, any any feedback, any reviews, it's all much appreciated. So um, so yeah, that's uh, another episode of Monster Monster. We look forward to the next episode. Um, say bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>